I got something to talk to Joe about because I actually just started listening to his podcast recently. Because <laughs> did you did you catch last week's episode? It, it, well, I ended, to the... it ended with me screaming at him and telling him that if he doesn't know the facts, I believe I called him a fucking idiot, and then the show just <laughs> ended. The the theme music just came on. And the funny thing is, Todd, I went outside, I had a smoke, took a few deep breaths. My wife was like, hey, you all right? And I'm like, he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> and I was outside and I and I thought about it and I'm like, oh, I don't want him to quit, right? Like right. I I doubled down, Jedi. I doubled down and I hate when oh. people double down. I did it. <laughs> And so I texted him. I'm like, dude, I'm sorry. I was a dick. I, I shouldn't have pushed your buttons like that. That was unnecessary. And he was like, oh, yeah, no, that's cool. I'm already over it. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, you guys have that type of show where you're going to be arguing, but you can kind of tell you're still friends at, at yeah, the end. It's funny. We actually were talking on the phone yesterday because his wife asked, like, how are you guys friends? Because his wife thinks I'm a genius and thinks he's an idiot. <laughs> Because that's where her beliefs align. So she hears me talking and she's like, listen to your friend. He knows what he's talking about. But we talked about that a lot yesterday. At the end of the day, dude, listen, he's not the one overturning Roe v. Wade. Right. He's not doing it. You know, he didn't plan the insurrection on January 6th. (laughs) He didn't propose the Green New Deal, you know, so... At the end of the day, we're just having a conversation about things and what we think about things. And that doesn't mean that we have to dislike each other when it's over. And I especially, because I've had multiple conservatives on that show, Todd, and one of them quit live on the air. Oh, wow. Yes. Got that angry and upset. We've never spoken again. It's been two years. Wow. Now, Joe, I got some news for you. My wife thinks you're a genius, and I'm an idiot also. Yes! (laughs) I do that to a lot of my buddies these days. Jedi and Todd here, along with producer Joe at Crimes, Conspiracies, and Beyond. I know last week we said today's show was going to be a crime one, but unfortunately our guests had to cancel last minute. With that said, I just wanted to ask you guys if you had a chance to check out this show I saw on Netflix called Our Father. No, what's it about? <laughs> yeah, and by the way, I know I'm going to be watching Our Father tonight. Jedi, you want to tell us a little bit about it without spoiling the ending? It's very bizarre and wild. It's a documentary based on this doctor, Dr. Donald Klein, uh, and it takes place in Indiana. This woman, Jacoba Ballard, grew up as an only child, and one day she decided to take a home DNA test. She always wanted siblings, but she never had any. And um, judging by Joe's face right now, he knows which story I'm talking about. And it turns out she has a lot of half-siblings. And apparently discovering her half-siblings, she discovered that this doctor was inseminating his patients with his own sperm. I didn't know that's what it was called, but I saw a Netflix ad for it. And I was like, what is this? And I... I didn't even catch the name of it being our father, but I remember her talking about, I guess at one point as they started finding each other, they're like, is the doctor all our father? Right. No, (laughs) he wouldn't have. He did. Yeah. (laughs) That's the basic story behind it, Todd. That's just from the promo. I don't think that's a spoiler alert. No, it's not a spoiler alert. I think the spoiler alert is how he got his stuff inside all those tubes. (laughs) <laughs> yeah and um one of the things i noticed in the trailer jedi is that you don't think about people were like oh my god am i gonna find out like ex-boyfriends and people i dated and all these people are like my half brothers exactly 
Oh my God. Can I tell you guys a quick story? Sure. Uh, I went to Southern Connecticut State University, which is in New Haven, Connecticut. It's a state school, but we get a lot of Jersey kids. It's like one of their favorite out of state schools. If you're going to go out of state and it's in, so you could say I go to school in New Haven and people think you mean Yale and you don't, uh, you're talking about Southern, but I had a buddy black dude and he was trying to pick up this hot Italian chick from Jersey and it was 1993. So I'm going to tell you what she said to him. She was like, Andre, I don't date black dudes. And he was like, <laughs> all right, well, then you got to meet my buddy Joe because he's white. And I, I'm not even kidding. That's how it went down. And he was like, listen, I told her you would stop by her room. He gave me your room number and I knock on the door. And there's this really pretty girl. And we just talk for like 10 minutes. I'm cute. She likes me. She says she's from Jersey. My whole family is from Jersey. Like my mom's whole family. Like there's a lot of right. us. And I go, oh, I go, where are you from in Jersey? She goes, you mean what exit? Because that's the big joke in Jersey. Not where you live, but what exit do you live off of on the parkway? I said, no, seriously. I'm like, I know Jersey really well. She said North Bergen. I said, that's where my mom's from. <laughs> like I had a ton of family in North Bergen. Thank God I'm a mama's boy because she wanted me to come back over at seven for she would make me dinner and watch a movie. You know, <laughs> I went home. I called my mom and I was like, oh, I'm like, you're going to love this. I'm like, I'm going to dinner tonight at, at this girl's house. She's a Italian from Jersey. My mother goes, what's your name? And I told her the girl's name and she goes, oh, that's my cousin. Whatever his name is, daughter. <laughs> I'm like, are you sure? She's like, I'm positive. But here's the funny part. My mom still wanted me to go to dinner. <laughs> Joe, it, it's her cousin's dog. I mean, you're good. You're yeah. still good there, kind of. It's like a cousin, like, twice removed or whatever. Right. Like, there was some distance in there. My mom told me what her dad's name was, and I went over at 7 o'clock. I knocked on the door, and she went to, like, give me a kiss. And I turned out and I gave her a hug and I was like, hey, I got to ask you a question. I go, what's your dad's name? <laughs> and she told me her dad's name. And I was like, my mom's Linda Gabriel. And she was like, oh, I know your mom. I'm like, yeah, we're, we're cousins. <laughs> so this date's over. That wow. is so oh, man. Now, Joe, I'm from a little south of Boston. Now, we're known, like, there's a big contest around where I live in the South Shore. There are so many unbelievable pizza places. And there's a big contest. Which one's the best? Now, would you say New Haven is the best pizza on the planet? You know that. <laughs> New Haven is known for the pizza. Yeah. You know, and it's funny because not everybody knows this, but there's, there's three very separate establishments that sell three very different pies. But they're all really good. If you like pizza, one of these three should be your favorite. And then there's also, and I you might have seen this on Barstool. He went to Bar in New Haven. It doesn't it just yeah. called Bar? Yeah, their yeah. pizza. I think Bar is bar none the best pizza in New Haven, and thus the best pizza on the planet. Otherwise, you're talking about Pepe's, Sally's, or Modern. And of those, I like Modern the best. Peppy's is the oldest one, and they do like a white clam pizza, and that's not really my jam. No, it wouldn't be. The my crust so what is, is kind of thinner. Thin yeah, crust or a regular crust? What um, makes a good pizza? Yeah, so I like, and again, this is this between Peppy's and modern. the The pizza gets a little thicker. You got a little more sauce. You got a little more grease on there. It's more reminiscent of what somebody might think of as like a New York pizza. And to me, bar is very much what you think New York pizza is if you ever had pizza in New York. So now Jedi, yeah. If you if you go to Chicago, you get the complete the complete different type of pizza. Yeah, that, the, the Chicago stuff pizza, right? Yeah, that's to me what that, I like. Oh, that's I, where I like that's the, where the word no. pie really applies <laughs> to a pizza. Because pizza pie. I will say this: listen, deep dish. I think it's a different animal. I think it should be in a different category. Joe, do you know who Brian Regan is? The comedian. I love that guy. Yeah. So he said he grew up in Miami. He went to college in New York and him and his new roommate were ordering pizza. And he goes, oh, you want a pie? 
<laughs> Brian Regan's like, a pie? What do you mean a pie? He goes, pie. Let's get two halves. What do you want? He goes, I don't know. Half blueberry, half pumpkin? Yeah. Because no pie. one knows what a pie is. Yeah. I mean, Jedi, would you ever call it a pie? No, I don't know what that is. <laughs> we refer to it as a pizza pie. And so yeah. you might say to a buddy, hey, let's go grab some pie. And you don't mean cherry and, and banana. You mean a pizza pie. Right. Okay. Yeah, no one else says that. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jedi, do you have anything else on this Our Father, or do you want to go to the next thing? We can go on the next thing because I know you're going to watch it, and I don't want to spoil it for you. Yeah. So let's, We can I know circle back do... on that show after we've yeah. seen it, right? Totally. Totally. And I have a feeling when we do next week's show, we're going to touch on that Ancestry.com because how they found the killer, they haven't said, but I have a feeling it had to do with DNA. So. Maybe that's one of the reasons. Yeah, but I know exactly. people. I know some people get bored by this subject, especially my buddy Dan. But I do want to touch on this Bitcoin crash real quick. Have you guys, Jedi? You must know, right? Yes, I'm depressed. Why? Why did you remind me? <laughs> Joe, there's, there's this coin called uh, Luna. I don't know if you heard about it. Is it that went, the one yes. that Damon was connected to in some way? No. No, no, but this was $80 about a week ago, and two days later, it was a fraction of a penny. It just went to zero. Because I saw yeah, earlier this crashed. week, I was reading about Matt Damon was endorsing a crypto brand last year and was like, now's the time, now's the future. And it's at like 50% of where it was the day Matt told everyone to get in on it. I so mean, people they're are all mad. crashing. I think Bitcoin's around 30K. It was 70. Now, the one that I like, Filecoin, <laughs> I remember last year buying it. I'm like, it's only $130. This is crazy. I was buying a bunch of them. It's eight dollars now. They're they're all. Oh my gosh! But some people think this is like this keeps happening every year, and then it just somehow bounces back. But, but do well, you think the whole will... idea? So the whole idea that the value is in what someone's willing to pay for it. Yeah. Right. Like so <laughs> I I mean this seems like the worst advice. So please, no one take this as advice. But I guess hold on to it <laughs> for as long as humanly possible until the value bounces back. And then sell it immediately. <laughs> but Todd, yeah. do you do you think that Bitcoin will go back to what, what was it, sixty eight thousand dollars at one point? Sixty nine thousand. I I I would think so, but I don't know. This is the first time I've been having doubts about crypto. I kind of got lucky when I hurt my foot and I've been out of work. I decided to cash a lot of my crypto out because I didn't want to lose so much. So I lucked out. But last year. When Dogecoin went to 75 cents and I had over 100,000 shares, it's eight cents now and I didn't sell any. Yeah. There was a <laughs> Jedi, there was a point there. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to be paying my house off soon. And then as soon yep. as I started thinking like that, it just started dropping. Thanks to who? Elon, right? <laughs> <laughs> it, you just never know, though. If you sell at 75 cents, you look, look like an idiot for not holding on to it when it hits $10. Yeah, but I think like at a certain point, if you get at least a hundred percent profit, I, I I don't see anything wrong with selling at that point because at least you made money on it, right? I know, I know. It's easy to say now. I'm always in for the kill. <laughs> it usually doesn't work out. <laughs> but you know, so speaking, Todd, real quick, I was betting a couple weeks ago um, on the Masters. And I had taken a couple of long shots on the last day. And, and I knew they weren't going to win. And the app was offering me like $7 on a dollar bet payout. And oh. I thought, let me just maybe, you know, maybe he'll pull it off and I'll win like the $160. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't. None of them did. <laughs> you know, yeah. I've only yeah. one time I jumped in on a Lakers game. They were up at the half, and they went in as the underdog, and I jumped in. I took the over, and I bet $100 to win like 240 I think it was. They offered me a 150 buyout Jedi like 10 minutes in, and I was like, wow. I'm going to just take the free 50 bucks. I'm just going to cash out when I took the money. But yeah. don't worry. The next night, I gave that back and then some. Joe, I, I wasn't nervous that you were going to take the money and just run. I, I, <laughs> I did do something smart, by the way. I did do something smart, and I want to share this because I think this is important. 
I had busted out. I because I'm cheap. I did like 25 four times, lost a hundred bucks on two different apps, and that was it. And I'm like, all right, I suck at this. I'm not doing it. And then my buddy explained in in-game betting to me, and I'm like, wait, you could just jump in at the end and like bet on the winner. And if you bet a lot, you'll make some. I'll do that. And so I started doing that. And I took a hundred dollars out. And I was up to almost $600. So I took 300 out, mm-hmm. gave it to my wife. I was like, here's the 100 I took out. Here's another $200. We had to buy a new dryer. And I jokingly said to her, I'm going to pay for the whole dryer and get you a washer. Uh, so I kept like 300 in the account. I gave her 300 And two nights later, I was at zero. <laughs> Right. <laughs> now, now, Joe, what are those sites? I've heard of that where they can like offer you like payouts before it ends. What is yeah, that? So like FanDuel, like the yeah. odds will keep bouncing. So now say say the Clippers are up 25 on the Lakers in the fourth quarter. They're going to take the actual uh, spread out or they'll give you a new spread where they'll be like, is this going to end 25 plus? So you can jump in on the late action. You can also at that point jump in on the over under. Oh no, I know that. I mean, when they offer you a payout, uh, that's what I'm. Yeah, after. right. So, oh. so I throw a hundred dollars on the on a very likely to get over, and the odds immediately as they start going, it'll jump. Yeah. Right. I think the Lakers hit back to back threes, and it jumped. And so my hundred dollar bet, they offered one fifty on the payout. If I would have waited about five more minutes of game time, that would have been down to about ninety bucks. Oh. And then eighty, yeah. right? And so it continues to drop as they think you're not gonna win, dude. So it's a matter of, right? It was a hundred and twenty. Now it's eighty bucks, and I'm like, dude, let the Lakers just hit two quick threes here. It'll yeah. go back up, and then I'll cash out. Yeah. You know, and then the Rockets go on like a twenty zero run, and you're like, okay, uh, all right, yeah. yep. Now that was dumb. Have any <laughs> of you guys tried DraftKings? Is it similar to that? I did DraftKings. <laughs> for my first 50 and you can't parlay bets Mm. on DraftKings, And I didn't like that, or at least the games I, and the things I wanted to parlay Mm -hmm. on FanDuel, you could pretty much parlay anything. Oh, so I don't think it's allowed in mass. Yeah. You're not there yet. You're not there yet. It's funny. All my New York buddies were like upset at first because Connecticut was like four or five months ahead of them getting that thing going here but yeah if i leave the state i have to like there's a lot more signing and i have to do to place a bet if i'm not in connecticut or a state that's and that's how they caught an nba player who was betting yeah i heard about that yeah he had like a set up and he didn't if he would have done it at his house where it was legal it wouldn't have been flagged it was because he had to sign in from another state where it wasn't allowed and that's how they flagged Oh, NBA player betting. Big trouble. <laughs> so I did want to bring this up. I, I like to mention, Joe, because we don't get messages that often from people. So that guy wrote in again. That, <laughs> that, that I'm going to listen to the whole statement yeah. this time. I'm going to listen well, all the way to the end. No, no. He just said, <laughs> he's like, I like how Joe says that they're making you have a baby. He's picking all these sensational lines about, about the abortion, which I thought well, was kind of funny. If they don't allow you to have a baby, you could argue that they're making you have the baby if you don't have the option of not having the baby. So, I mean, they're not forcing you, but if you don't have any other option but to have it, maybe force isn't the right word. I mean, you don't have any other choice. Yeah. But anyways, this is the reason why I logged on to your podcast. I wanted to listen to it. And I was, <laughs> what's, your, what's, what's the guy's name that you do the show with again? Jimmy Batisti. Yeah, I was and quickly... and so just so you know, he's he's a, a Marine Corps veteran. He's Asian. He's adopted by an Italian family. That's where Jimmy Battisti comes from. He's Korean, so he has a, a Korean name. And I'm not going to even try to do it because I I don't quite remember how it went, and that wouldn't come out right. He's like the coolest dude in the world, though. He just doesn't get offended by anything. Yeah. Yeah. But Jedi, I was quickly agreeing with everything Jimmy said. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, I gotta listen Joe to guy. it. I'm gonna listen to well, it. Because I mean, he did say, not that I agree with this, but you kind of got fired up when he said, um, what about like personal responsibility? 
Yeah, listen, personal responsibility is great. Who's going to legislate that? The government? Do you want the government to tell you how to behave and how to act and what your vices are going to be? Because, again, you're just opening up a Pandora's box. Mm -hmm. The party of small government wants the government to get really involved in people's business right now. I don't understand that. And for all the talk of censorship, that's all they seem to want to do is ban stuff, especially books. So you're saying the conservatives are like, really interested in what's happening in people's sex lives extremely and have been when i was a republican i thought it was weird the amount of time my colleagues were discussing sex sex with 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 children which again they think that's that's liberals liberals you know gay people are pedophiles they still somehow make that connection that gay people are pedophiles, which is why they think the teachers, the gay teachers in Florida are grooming kids to be gay because that's how gay works. I don't think <laughs> it's so much gay. I think it's sex talk. They're know, obsessed overall. with sex. The idea of where you're putting your penis, when you're putting it there, why, where, how, for how long, how many people are watching. They're very concerned with that sort of stuff. And I don't understand why. Mind your business. Worry about your own stuff. That's where I get fired up to. It's like, listen, you can believe whatever you want. It doesn't get to decide the laws that people like me have to live by. I'm not interested in that book at all. But okay? some would say that sex is a private matter. Why teach it, it in is. schools? Well, they're not teaching sex in schools. They're teaching of the existence of homosexuals and the fact that there's transgender people and that maybe little Matt, your, your, you know, first graders, sons, parents are both dudes. We just want your kid to know that's not weird. And more than likely, if you're not teaching your kids about that stuff, it's because you think it's icky. And so you're going to teach your kids that it's icky. And so, again, they're just trying to introduce the idea that not everybody's the same, that some people have different kinds of relationships. They're not explaining butt fucking. And I think, right. you know, I, I hear people like Laura Ingraham. She seems to think they're talking about butt stuff. And that's just not true. And if it were Jedi, I would be on the side of Jimmy and Todd and everybody else on that because that would be insane. You ask most teachers, dude, these kids still don't do their homework. What are they indoctrinating them into? Like, there's nothing to be in. They, they can't even get kids to, like, learn shit, let but alone they're going to teach you how to be gay. <laughs> right. But can't children figure it out for themselves if a person has two moms or two dads? I mean, growing up in Hawaii, our culture is, you know, we have a lot of fluid genders along the line. I never needed to learn that in school. You know what I'm saying? You just figure it out and you, you live accordingly. But I don't understand why it has been, co you know, it's, it's I such thought, a big thing. I thought gay people were icky till I was like 20. Because I, I didn't know what it even was. I didn't even understand the concept. I just knew it sounded gross. And now I know a lot of gay people and uh, they're not icky. But I didn't know that. But that's what I figured out on my own. Ew. <laughs> So, My again, brother, yeah. I mean, if you want people to learn it that way, I guess. But I think it's easier for us to be like, oh, that's not like not not normal. You know, like that's just some people are gay. It's OK. I think to just yeah. tell a kid that it just it just to to speak of tolerance early on. It's not a it's not a bad thing. They're not like you guys should all be gay, too, because, again, that would be crossing a line. And yeah. I don't I wouldn't agree with that at all. My brother-in-law is gay, so my daughters grow up knowing, understanding, like, right off the bat. So they're not going to need that. You know what I mean? And that's the thing. See, if it's an experience that you have, great. And I'm sure, right? I mean, because, again, dude, here's the thing. I say most people are not, are not racist or otherwise intolerant of gays or transgender people. It's people who don't know what stuff is who, like Jedi said, just figure it out on their own. And they're like... Yeah, it's icky. And that's what we're trying to avoid, because I think if you can get people to start at a level of respect, I think you, you're you're starting on the right foot. So it's the, or the adults left are foot, the if you problem, will. not the kids. It's, it's the, the adults. adults. Yeah. No, 100% it's adults. It's adults. You know, I've got friends who are like had been rabid anti-vaxxers. 
And I think to myself, oh, my God, like my kids are learning alongside the children of absolute morons. And right. Because, again, dude, it's like my mom's got COVID right now and she's got it really bad. And thank God my mom is boosted and everything because my mom would be dead already. My mom is a Fox News watcher. My mom's like a build the wall. Trump's the guy got ripped off. I had to explain all these things didn't happen and she didn't want to believe it. And now that she's got COVID, she was like, why would they have said it wasn't real? And I'm like, mom, uh, come on. Been talking about this to you for a couple of years now. They just say stuff. They look science in the face and they're like, ah, these guys don't know what they're talking about. Scientists don't know what they're talking about. Are you serious? You don't know how science works. Science isn't love, just a yeah. thing that you have. Science is always changing, dude. If Dr. Fauci sees the numbers are way off today, he's going to come out and say, all right, listen, don't listen to yesterday was whatever. Here's our new course of action. He was wrong. No idiot. He was reading the science and the science today said, do this. And if tomorrow it says do something else, Dr. Fauci doesn't decide what it's going to be. And he's not the only person looking at the numbers, which is why I know he's not full of shit. Also, he basically was the guy that cured AIDS. So, come on. Jedi, isn't Fauci, did you see that thing that he did with the beagles and stuff? You seen what he did with the dogs? No, I did not. What did, what did he, he do? do? Kick some beagles? <laughs> no, he, he, I guess I have to throw this in. He, what did he, he had like these um, parasites like go into their brains and kill them so they could test stuff. I'm surprised you didn't hear about that. What? Because all they can, I mean. Where's Peter? I know. Yeah, I know. By the way, Peter was all over Steph Curry the other day for buying a new puppy. They're ridiculous. I cannot stand them. What was their beef with him buying a puppy? Right. Because he didn't get it from a rescue. Oh, yeah. that that That's what oh. they want, right? They want you to adopt. Yeah, listen, not for nothing. And I hope the dog people don't hate me for this, but I don't want someone's shitty old dog. I really don't. No offense. That dog's yeah, probably know. got serious issues. I, if I get a dog, it's going to be a new one. It's going to have just been a baby and have just left its mom's side not too long ago. And then it's going to move to my house. Yeah, I, I do think the right thing to do is to get a dog from a shelter, but I would never do that. I like to just get a brand new puppy. Somebody yeah. let that dog leave and they didn't go looking for it. I got our dog from a garage sale. That's not so, bad. What else yeah. did you get? <laughs> What do you what do I you got mean? a you lamp, to... a VCR, yeah. and a puppy? <laughs> 20 yeah. bucks. VC. I'll take it. Yeah, we, they, we were just looking, you know, just looking around at garage sales, checking what other people got. And then they had a litter of dogs that the mom just gave birth, and they were selling multi-pools for 200 to $300. And we just got one. Wow. Well, oh, before I forget, Joe, now, when I was listening to your podcast, I put in another episode because I saw Elon Musk. Jedi, this is where I think Joe is out of his mind. <laughs> Joe, Joe is Joe is fired up that who did he block? The public citizen? Is that who it is? Yeah. Now, you say censorship, but if you're personally blocking someone, that has nothing to do with canceling them. Yeah, no, no, no. But listen, if you're going to go on there. And you're going to play the guy that's for free speech for everybody. You can't block people. Okay. Because my what? whole argument. My, uh, Are you if, serious? Dude, if I'm saying if, you, if you're going to be the Rosa Parks, like you got to get on a bus. You can't like avoid the bus line at that point. If but you are entitled be, to private time if, for yourself. No, 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 no. Listen to me. Elon Musk is the guy that wants Donald Trump back on Twitter and wants free speech across the board. Okay. Then you can't block people, dude. You can't just Elon Musk, just him. If he's going to say I'm just, your words have to back your actions because that's my whole argument. Right. I don't give a shit. Donald Trump go back on Twitter. I'm going to block him. I don't I have I have no use for anything that guy says. I block lots of people on both sides that I find annoying. That right. I think you sent me defiant Brooklyn dad once, Todd. I hate yeah. that guy. Yeah, I know. I know. Oh, I hate that guy. That guy's a moron. One of the dumbest people on the left, and he's like a like a like a talky talky guy. Shut up, idiot! I hate people that are inconsistent, and that guy's one of the worst. Yeah, but what if this guy is like hounding Elon Musk? He just wants to like silence him. He can tweet to anyone else. What is the problem with that? 
Yeah, there's stalkers. There's internet stalkers. It, that is a uh, public advocacy group. So it's not like it's just a person. It's a group of people who are that hold uh, that hold high profile people accountable. And he blocked them. And that's his right to block them. Yeah. I mean, I, I again, but if you're going to be the guy that goes on and it's like, everybody's got a right to apply. Okay, then unblock everybody, douchebag, and, and take a listen. See what they have to say. That's all I'm saying. He's being a big, giant hypocrite. Yeah. I use Twitter like a responsible person. I don't follow a ton of people because I don't really I don't really care what celebrities think about anything. Yeah, I'm the same way. You yeah. know, I follow I follow news people. I follow news organizations and a few teams that I like. That's it. You know, I block stupid people. I block annoying people. I block anybody that responds to my stuff. And they don't have factual information or more than 20 followers. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's called Divided We Stand. I, I do like it. Now, I do want to I do want to listen to the last one to the end, though, because I listened for like a half hour. I was doing stuff around the house. Is it the, the very latest? Yeah, one? it's the last one. There's it. I would say this. The trade off is good. There's about two minutes of absolute uncomfortable cringiness. Really? Mm. Yeah. Now you gotta I'm be curious. my yeah, my brother didn't even sit through it. My talked I made my brother listen to it. I'm like, dude, you gotta listen to the last minute 14. Uh is yeah. brilliant. Um, because here's the thing, Jedi, right? This dude was like, Look, they're not banning abortion, it's gonna be states' rights. And I was like, Well, we've had issues in this country with states' rights. You know, the Civil War <laughs> was a battle about states' rights, and the specific state right was slavery. And I said, he said, I support states' rights. I said, okay, so if Alabama decides to reinstate slavery tomorrow, you're fine with that. And he got super pissed at me because I literally took his logic, right, and I flipped it. And I said, if if Alabama starts allowing slavery tomorrow, you support that. And after getting super offended that I would suggest he supported slavery, he did say he would support Alabama's decision to do that. And I was like, so you do support slavery. That's what you're saying. But Joe, a lot of states have different laws that, that they do that stand, stand your ground. And they're not changing it. Listen, states can have different laws for different situations, but things have to be codified. Things like marriage. Like we we couldn't have where if you're gay, you could be married in Massachusetts and Connecticut and California. But watch out for the South because they'll throw your ass in jail. Doesn't work that way. So they had to figure out a way to codify things. So your your gay marriage is legal in all 50 states. So now having a state law banning gay marriage. Now, now you're violating a federal law and now you're in trouble. And so that's why they had to do that, Jedi, because states don't want to offer those things. States don't want women to have rights. States can just pick whatever they want. And the idea is if you don't like it, you don't have to live here. What are you going to tell people come, that already yeah. live there? Move? Yeah. How come when stuff like this always comes up, we always go to Alabama? Because that's they're like very. The state. They're yeah. very reliable for that kind of stuff. I mean, they really <laughs> yeah, they are. are. If a state was going to try to bring slavery back. Right. Okay. I'm not trying to slander the whole state of Alabama, but there was one state that would want to do it. I'm throwing Bama out there. Yeah, I do like this, Joe. And the thing I like about Joe's show is it's called Divided We Stand. So if Joe is like so far against Elon Musk or something, it's only because your co-host is really like pro Elon Musk because the show wouldn't work if you weren't arguing with each other we don't because I don't like I don't like when P, he's an actor you have to understand yeah. that too he's actually an actor and so I think some of the things he says I don't think he a hundred percent feels it in his heart but he knows dude I'm like Elon Musk is your new hero like a year ago, you guys hated that guy. Now he's like, oh, we love you. You don't love Elon Musk. Also, you know what? You guys, you could just like people. You don't have to love Elon Musk now. <laughs> he's not really on your side, dude. He really just wants money from the other side now. He's been taking it from the left long enough. Now he'll take some of that right wing, though. He's not yeah, doing he... it for us. He's not. So 
Calm it down. Again, everybody I, doesn't have to be yeah. a cult hero. As I guess yeah. my other big point. Like, let's calm <laughs> it down for, with the hero worship. It's unnecessary. Great, he's going to fix Twitter, and then what's he going to do? Yeah, but, I mean, you say everyone worships him on the right, but people don't also have to hate him so much on the left. Oh, I don't think anybody hates him on the left. I just think that people think that he's a hypocritical douchebag. Also understand, this guy, this guy grew up in apartheid South Africa as a really rich white dude. So, I don't know. Is that really, uh, is that really the guy we want to be hearing from right now? How about Nelson Mandela, who I thought was dead, but he's not. Is Fruit of the Loom spelled O-O or <laughs> Mandela? <laughs> I, I use that on people all the yeah. time now. Yeah, I love doing that. That was, that was when Jedi had to take a few weeks off. We did the show on the Mandela effect, Jedi. A lot of people think Nelson Mandela died in like the 80s in jail, but for some reason, like millions of people think that, but it's not even true. So they call it the Mandela effect. Oh, wow. But the thing about um, Elon Musk is sometimes he can't even win. I saw someone. Do you guys know, like, supposedly he doesn't even, like, own a home? He just stays places. Do you ever read that? Yeah, I've read that. Yeah. That he... So I saw someone tweeting today that hates him. They said, like, he just crashes on people's couches. It doesn't give him any money. I'm like, shut up. First of all, that's not true. But if he lived in a billion-dollar house, you would not like that either. What do you want the guy to do? So we actually have another person who's on our show sometimes, and she's sort of been on a bit of a hiatus, but she jumped on with us a couple of weeks ago, and she started spouting off about how Elon Musk doesn't pay taxes. And I shut that shit right down. Because, uh, again, I don't like Elon Musk, but we got we to gotta talk about the facts here. I mean, the guy paid like $68 million in taxes. I don't know where that nonsense. I think Liz Warren... Yeah, recently on. just said something like that on the Senate floor. And it's like, why do people keep saying that? Like, we're trying to live in a in an era where we aren't just making things up. Stop. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've seen it. It's documented. The guy paid a fortune in tax dollars. Well, I think what people want him to pay taxes on, which is unprecedented, is stuff like stocks he hasn't sold yet. No one pays taxes on that until you cash it out. They want him to pay on his net worth. Do you know what I mean, Joe? Yeah. Like this guy's worth $200 billion. He should be paying this much taxes. That's not a thing. Nobody does that. He pays taxes on, I guess, what he made that year. <laughs> I yeah. don't understand. He pays a lot, a lot, a lot of money. And yeah. and we're we're appreciative of, of people that have that kind of money so we could take some of theirs. Mm. Pay all <laughs> yeah. of our bills. Because we'd be screwed without those people, quite honestly. So... I was mentioning earlier, I think before we came on the show, about the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition. Have you guys seen that? So I think they yes. have four different covered. But the main one is the, I think her name's Yummy, Yummy Uni or something. Uni. And I don't even understand why, Joe. This seems to be a right or left issue because a lot of the people to the right are make cracking jokes on it. And a lot of people to the left are like, like think it's completely fine. What's wrong with it? First... Tell me what's wrong with it. Hmm. <laughs> Don't be a hypocrite. We just discussed that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, listen, I guess we're going to have to talk about this kind of stuff here. <laughs> Why? Right? It's the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. A few years ago, Todd, I remember they, they did a bunch of dudes in there, too. All rock hard bodies and stuff like, all right, I get it. That's the look. That's what models are supposed to look like. And now I guess it's mean if we only have those kind of looking people, which I understand body image and body shaming. I don't think I don't think people are body shaming by saying you should have rock hard abs and an amazing body. I mean, we're all aware of that. Most of us are just like, I'm not trying that shit. And we don't do it. I, you know, to me, this is like, listen, uh, a couple of female cadets last year went through Army Ranger camp. No, no minimized uh, anything. They had to score like the dudes did. You either pass or you don't. And two women got through. And the dudes uh, that also passed were like, these chicks are badass. Like I go anywhere with these ladies in the world. 
And I think that's important because okay. they didn't they didn't lower the restrictions to just pass some women through. These women did just like the men did. And that's amazing. Yeah, well, that's fair. OK, to now just decide that. I don't know. Anybody should be on the cover of Sports Illustrated. I don't know. But are you are assuming that people only like skinny figured fake plastic. No, no. <laughs> I, I know that's not true because my brother likes has always like fat women. But also, why? I mean, she's not fat, you know, she's bigger, but she's not. Fat. She's not. She, yeah, she's she's not. She's well. I mean, what's she's obese? Twenty five percent. It's just that what we're used to for the last thirty. What you're or whatever used years. to, huh? <laughs> well, no. I mean, they put. Like, Hold on. Well, there's, a whole, there's, I'm wrong. There, there's a whole market for BBW women. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so don't even tell me that. No doubt about it, Jedi. But I think there's already magazines for that. You know what I mean? That cater to that specific genre. But why can't she be on this magazine? Well, she can because she yeah. is. But right? it's like, dude, I remember for years, almost every year, it was like Kathy Ireland was on the cover of this. Yeah. And I wasn't into like freckly redheads at the time. And I thought, ew, you know, <laughs> we could do better than Kathy Ireland. <laughs> So I get that, but I'm saying, you know, this woman, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's just, a, I think like Sports Illustrated feels like they're obligated to be like super politically correct or something. I don't know, or they need you know, to. I'm tired of corporations trying to go woke for every single thing, but I think that this is a good thing because they show diversity in body shape and age. Oh, there's old uh, ladies in there too. I think Elon, Elon Musk's Musk. mother. <laughs> yeah. Shut up. Yes. Are you serious? She's on the cover. Why can we go, can we get away from this guy? I hate him so much. <laughs> oh, I don't want to see. I don't want to see his mom in a bikini. Really, Joe? Is she there's hot? Reason, I still don't want to see it. There is a reason why MILF is the top search engine for pornography. What is? Is it really? Milf. Yes. It's one of the top search engines in pornography. You I like Milf. I'm, ma I'm married to one, you know? I get it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I get so, it. Someone, someone is going to see her and find her attractive. What's wrong with that? Yeah. Man, here's the deal. You never, ever know with Jedi. I thought Jedi <laughs> would be complete other end of the fence on this one. Jedi <laughs> is oddly... <laughs> Oddly feminist when it comes to a lot of this stuff, but just not in a liberal sense of the word. Yeah. You know, no, I, I think it's okay that, that she's on the cover. So a lot of people, uh, that's the thing, you know, I mean, that's why Kim Kardashian is popular now. Big everything, you know, it's not just top, it's bottom hits, everything. Legs, Todd, this whatever. wouldn't have been my first choice. Let's just say that. Yeah, right. Okay, I'm curious who who's who would be your first choice? Who would be my first choice? Yes. I don't know, some skinny hot chick. See? See? <laughs> exactly. I was exactly. just thinking mine would be like Wonder Woman. What's her name? Gal Gadot or something. <laughs> All right. See, ready? Skinny. Ready? Skinny no, again. Jedi, ready? Cuz this is I'm going to my wife been watching the Johnny Depp Amber Heard thing and my wife is like Amber Heard's such a psycho loser and I'm like right not believing the women. Gotcha. I got it. I thought we were supposed to believe all of them, but not this one, not this one time when you said it. But do you remember a few years ago, Todd, when the, the dad bod was in and women were pissed? Women were like, dude, like that's such bullshit. And it's like, oh, all right. But yeah, you want the, the six pack abs and all that shit. Give me a break, ladies. You know, you don't get to have it both ways all the time. You just don't. What you want to be, on the, you wanna be on the cover of SI? You know what? Do some sit-ups. It's all you got to do. Like for two weeks before the shoot, you're just, oh, bam. Because that's what the I would do, Todd. Todd, if you were to put me on the cover of Podcasters Weekly, regarding I, would, I would crash diet for two weeks and try yeah. to lose like 20 pounds before I was on the cover of a. 
Well, Dude, there's, well, a, lot of, yeah. there's, a, there's a lot of MMA of guys. There's a lot of MMA guys. your eyebrows or mustaches. There's a lot of MMA guys, Todd, who, <laughs> who don't exactly have tight abs. And every time they fight, I'm like, dude, really? You're training for the fight of your life? Yeah. Couldn't do a few more sit-ups, really? Right. Everybody's body is different. They're not going to react to, to, you know, workouts the way everyone, again, some other guys. Right, but the people we put on the covers do have the perfect bodies. That's why, that's what they get on the cover for. No, they don't have the perfect bodies. Nobody has a perfect body. Well, a little airbrushing, you know what I mean. (laughs) Well, I I, I think we found this, I think we found out why they did this, because they did this SI edition, and we're talking about it like the rest of the world. <laughs> Everyone's talking about it today. It's probably going to get sales. But you know what the funny so- thing is, Todd? If they didn't do anything but put whoever was on last year's cover back on this year, and that would have been fine, I would have just purchased it, and that would have been the end of it. So, no, well, the, the problem what yeah. I have with this is none of the features – has nothing to do with their body shape or age. It's just none of them play sports. I thought Sports Illustrated, you know, it was a sports magazine. Oh, yeah, that doesn't matter anymore. Really? This, know, uh, this chick's not like a gymnast or something? I'm shocked. I didn't know that. She's a singer. She's a singer and oh, a model. She she's a model and a, she's a singer. And then Sierra, she's, she's a singer slash rapper, dancer. Kim Kardashian, she's a reality star, and uh, Maya Musk, she is the mother of Elon. So none of them play sports, you know. I mean, why couldn't they put Rose Namahajunas on it? You know, Ooh, right? Rose, she's gorgeous and skinny. exactly. And really, Joe. <laughs> I'm with you, Jedi. I'm with you on that one. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Skinny, skinny does not define beauty. You know, you just have to be the healthiest version of yourself. You know who I would have liked? You know who I would have loved on the cover of this? I think one of the baddest women on the planet and one of the scariest, Valentina Shevchenko. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She is MMA. um, Yeah, dude. She is. An unbelievable badass. She's also um, a weapons specialist. I've See, seen video why of her aren't they literally like that on there, like using two guns at once to hit targets. Like, and and she dances super cute. And her sister's a little hotter than she is, but isn't as good a oh fighter. Oh my gosh! Um, <laughs> that's the kind of episode we're having. I'm just gonna lay it all out there. Yeah, <laughs> let it all out. Right? I've got flaws. I've got flaws. <laughs> I know I do. You know what I hate when people bring up issues like this to me about the Sports Illustrated thing? Because, Joe, me and you are friends on Facebook. You see 90% of my posts are my girls. Mm-hmm. Like, I love my daughters, like the same with all parents. So, a lot of people think of me as a dad. So, when people ask me questions, I got this today. What do you think about this issue? I'm like, uh, I'm not sure. What do you mean? What about your girls? You're going to bring up your girls to not think this is okay? Same thing, Kamala Harris, vice president. What do you think of this? Um, I don't really know. She doesn't seem that smart. You don't. You don't want your daughters to to grow up thinking they could be the vice. It's like held against me. Abortion. Everything your daughter. Is. You have daughters. Yeah, so it's like I can't have a different opinion that's not going to agree with that. I hate that. I've had it held against me so many times. Well, I don't have that problem crazy. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, as is baby. <laughs> I I'll tell you Joe, though. I think. Yeah. I think there's some there's some legitimacy to that statement because I mean my you know my older daughter um graduated from college yesterday. Okay, she did it. She thank you. She did it in 3 years as was her plan going in and now she's going for her masters. Um she's always been very politically active. And uh my move towards the middle left was sort of you know as as she got super politically active and my wife was super politically active um and i and we talked more and i kind of got their perspective on things and you know i know we talked about this a long time ago but i mean just you know the expectation of like going on a date and the pressure on women i never thought about that shit todd Mm -hmm. you know um, but that's a really real thing. And that's a patriarchal society. And I could see where women are like, can we tap the brakes a little bit? 
Like, I get it. Yeah. I think yeah. at times it gets extreme. Again, this Amber Heard thing, you know, how can Amber Heard be lying and Johnny Depp is also a psychopath too? Yes. yes. Both of those things can definitely be true. So, you know, I don't like the hypocrisy of, again, you know, we're not supposed to believe anything Amber Heard says. Now, mind you, she's been caught in the stand 30, 45 times uh, contradicting herself. So it looks like she could be fibbing. But, like, at, at what point? And this is, again, dude, my one, like, my case-by-case basis, right? Yeah. I was telling right. my, my, my younger brother yesterday, we were talking about that case. And I was like, I say it all the time. If someone's leveling false charges, generally you could prove that someone's full of shit. And Johnny Depp's attorneys are doing a masterful job of doing exactly that. So if you didn't commit a crime and someone accuses you of one, I think this is a good example playing out on TV right now of you just lay out the evidence that you didn't do it. You know, Jedi, I showed you that clip where it looked like Amber Heard was hiding like a water bottle from a police officer. Remember that? She hid it in her right, pocket. Right, right, yeah. So, like, there had to have been something in that. Did you see the other one where she was, like, sniffling into, like, a tissue, like, in a weird way? Where it's yes. like, okay, she's obviously doing coke. Are you Like, are you kidding me? Is that really right. happening? Then yeah. took the tissue away from her hand and used her hand to wipe her nostril. Why didn't you use the it's tissue? Well, because there's cocaine in there. Probably. Bizarre. <laughs> that, that, that's like really happening. I mean, I don't um, understand why since this is televised, nobody's catching that. And, you know, um, what do you call yeah. checking people's things at the door? Oh, yeah. Right. Like the TikTokers are like figuring out more than like the people checking them and stuff. <laughs> I'm so exactly. surprised that that judge hasn't just been like, like, just look at Amber Heard and be like, do you really want to keep doing this? Or right. are we good? Are we good right. yet? Or do you want to you want to see this through to the end? It's not going well. But I so want to go it... back to the Sports Illustrated because oh, okay. I have a right. question. I have a question. Your guys' sense of beauty, Are do you guys think that way because you really, that that's what, you like or is it because the media has trained and brainwashed you guys into look, seeing skinny as beautiful yeah that totally. <laughs> well I, that's not I, I view bigger women attractive too but i mean we're just used to seeing yeah unfortunately with the news and tv and movies that's like how our brains have been trained yeah, the fat girl's the funny one in every movie. Like oh that's gosh. the way that's the way they set it up. I didn't do it, you know. <laughs> that wasn't my call. Well, do you guys know who Rebel Wilson is? Yes. Ew. Yes. So <laughs> I'm joking. Have you seen that new movie, Senior Year? I've it seen the trailer. She have you seen how skinny she is? Yes, she lost a lot of weight. So, of course, the other night we're watching, and I'm like, I can't get over it. She's, like, really attractive now. And my wife immediately is like, she was attractive before. She does not <laughs> like that stuff at all when I say that stuff. <laughs> Most women don't, Joe. No, they hate that. And it's like, I didn't think she was attractive before. Sorry. Yeah, right, exactly. Like, that's then why do you guys get mad when a woman wants a muscular guy? It's the same thing, right? It's the exact mad, same huh? thing. It is the exact same thing. So, again, I don't understand the hypocrisy. We know the standard. You guys know the standard. We're all dealing with the same Hollywood standard. But I don't see any guy on Sports Illustrated looking like that. And she's very pretty, this young lady. Yeah. Very pretty. What's her name? Yummy? That's hilarious. I yeah, can right, see where yeah. the jokes are coming yummy, from, Doc. Yummy. Yummy. It is funny, though, how, like, body types seem to, like, gravitate to each other. You know what I mean? If you're, like, a, like a supermodel, you're probably going to end up with, like, a model. And if you're, like, a fat chick, you're probably going to end up with, like, a fat guy. That just, oh, for some my reason, goodness. a lot of times. No, that's just how it works. <laughs> I think there's two kinds of people. There's people that are obsessed with body image, and then there's everybody else who knows what body image is and doesn't feel they can live up to it. And, you know... So I'll tell you this real quick, Jedi. I think I told you this already, but when I was 40, I, I took MMA training like at a gym multiple times a week. 
the two years before that, I was doing CrossFit. And I was in the best shape of my life, Todd, 37 to 40. And I thought to myself, why? I'm getting nothing out of this. <laughs> like, seriously, you nothing out of this. I'm hungry. This is a miserable hour and a half workout every day. Why am I doing this? My wife doesn't give a shit. My wife's not like, oh, look how sexy you are. She liked me before that. So yeah. what? Where, you know are what you mean? sure? Like, oh. <laughs> oh, I'm positive. Believe me. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't even know how she went for that, tell you the truth. But whatevs, you know? Um, yeah, I just don't care enough. I, I don't like working out. I, I don't like to starve myself. I don't like to not eat stuff that I like. My doctor, you know what she told me? She said, listen, when you open up ice cream, don't throw the lid out. <laughs> Just eat it all right there. Yeah. Eat it. Eat she it was fast. like, you know what? You can have that on back-to-back nights. Just do half and half. And I was like, you know what the heck? I'm in. I'll do that. That's fine. That's another Brian Regan joke. He goes, you leave the doctor's office. They say, oh, you need to lose a few pounds. And those moles are looking pretty weird. He's like, thanks, doc. How much do I owe you? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, the doctor gets carte blanche on all insults. And they get away oh, dude, with that's every, every. So I'll, I'll tell you, right. Again, this is my strategy, Jedi, and it's brilliant. I go to the dentist every six months. I don't floss. But two weeks out every day. Ah, ah, and I get in there and they're like, someone's been flossing. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you know what you're talking about. <laughs> Bullshitter. They don't know. You just yeah. put a half ass two week effort in Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. You're leaving there with stickers. OK, it's it's a scam. <laughs> so I know if you really okay, but if you weren't married, would you keep yourself up if you weren't married? If you were single, if guy? I if I needed to. Yeah. See? Yeah. Survival of the fittest, right? Oh, yeah. Jenna, if I suddenly found myself single, first thing I would do is drop 30 pounds quick. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> that'd be step one. I'd probably cut my hair, probably <laughs> probably trim the beard down a little bit, maybe get a little uh just for men up in here, get some of the get some because people don't people are shocked when I tell them I'm 46. Like I yeah. when I was in Chicago, I went to a bar. And they carted everybody we were with, and everybody was in their like late thirties, early forties. And I went to pull mine out. And a guy goes, "I don't need yours." <laughs> <laughs> what? I kid you not. On the way out, I was like, "Well, dude, this was a lot of fun." And he goes, "You should come back on Wednesday. That's when all the old people come." Is what the guy said to me. <laughs> but not even trying to be a douchebag, just trying right, to be like right. a helpful twenty-year-old millennial. You yeah. like it Wednesday when the old people are here. Okay. <laughs> Your age, right? Je yeah. Your age. <laughs> Jedi, if Joe becomes single, we'll probably be editing our own podcast. Joe will be a fan <laughs> of fitness and on all the apps I used to go on. <laughs> all right. So I think that's basically it. So we're going to have next week, we're going to do the, uh, we're going to have Andrea Ganley on, who is a friend of Melissa Tremblay. Um, that's someone that got murdered in the late 80s. And uh, we're going to talk about the guy that just got caught. Do you guys know anything about that case? A little. It's, it's intriguing. They still won't say exactly how they caught him. So I, I want to learn more yeah, about they that. Won't. I know a little bit. We'll talk about it next week. Yeah, they, for some reason, it is kind of still a little mystery. But, Joe, it kind of like has a little bit of ties to your sticky beak thing because she is into yep. that stuff. She's an advocate for that. So you guys can have a good conversation that wait, my, what does sticky beak mean? Uh, so funny. Um, um, when my wife first started working on faded out the show that preceded sticky beak, um, we had a, we have a lot of Australian listeners. True crime's huge in Australia. And I obviously speak English and, uh, somebody called her a sticky beak. And she was like, I'm sorry. Like the cheat that sounds insulting. Doesn't it? He's right. like, Oh no, it's, it's just someone who like won't like sticks their nose in other people's business, but it's it's it has like a positive connotation, yeah. not negative. Yeah. And um, yeah, and so that that ended up becoming the name. That's awesome. Yeah. Sorry, I kind of cut you off. What were you gonna say? But my uh, my wife uh, is very aware of uh, the Melissa Trombley case because you texted me and we were actually at Wrigley when I got it, and I was like, you know this case? She was like, that's the girl from Mass. And I think I texted you back. Go, oh, that a Mass case? 
Uh, because yeah. yeah, she started telling me about it. So yeah, no, she's very, very much in in lockstep on this case. So oh, cool. Yeah. All right. So we'll have that next week. All right, Jedi. I think that's about it. That's it, Marks. The end is here. You can check us out at Crimes, Conspiracies, and Beyond on Facebook, Twitter, and of course, Clovercrest Media. Since May is Mental Health Awareness Month, please take care of yourselves, be kind, and sending you all positive vibes. Aloha. Thank you.